the next few minutes, I'm going to show you how to model consent with your young child, even if you are having to carry them kicking and screaming to the potty. <laughs> and welcome back to Sitting in a Car. I'm Sarah Sproul, sex educator and creator of Sitting in a Car. I sit in a car each week, helping you to raise a confident and caring young person who respects themselves and the people around them. And in this episode, I'm going to show you how to model consent, even if you're potty training a two-year-old that you are having to carry, kicking and screaming onto the potty. Let's go. You know, sometimes we think consent is easy. It's as simple as making a cup of tea and then working out if the person wants to drink it or not. And they tell us yes and no. But actually, you know what? Consent isn't as easy as we might think. Um, it's not about working out what we want and just saying that thing. Sometimes there are relationships or difficulties where we have a responsibility to other people and we can't do what the other person wants. For example, um, I might realize that I want to drive my car down the road to the shop and I don't want to have to worry about which side of the car I, road I drive on. I just want to be able to drive down there and do it exactly as I like. But there's another component to it, isn't there? Consent, which is about the safety of the people around us. And so uh, we make sure that we, well, in the country I live in, in Ireland, we all drive on the left-hand side of the road so that the other side is available for people who are coming the other way. And in this context of this question about potty training, we are going to talk about what the rights of other people are around us. And that is going to help us teach our child what consent is, even if we are having to pick them up and bodily carrying them, kicking and screaming to the potty. So let's talk about point one. So point one, you can tell your two-year-old that there are germs in poo and wee. And we need to keep the, the house safe for everyone. So germs in poo and wee have to go in the potty. And that's just the way it is. You have a job as the adult to make sure that everyone else in the house gets to walk around without stepping or touching or smelling wee and poo. And that's just pretty simple. Point two, when everyone is calm, i.e. when you're toddler, two-year-old is calm, you can talk to them about this situation that you have. You can be saying like, um, you know, we need to make sure the poo and we go in the potty. So can you give me some ideas? So you're negotiating with them now. You're giving them a chance to tell you about what might work for them. Can you give me some ideas of how we can make it easy, easy peasy for you to put your wee and poo in the potty and see what they say? Because two-year-olds, they want to be helpful. They like doing things. I remember one of my two-year-olds standing up at the sink on the, um, the seat trying to wash the dishes. Now, was it helpful? Not really. <laughs> no, I did a lot of clean up, clean up after that. But they wanted to be engaged and focused and involved in what was going on in the kitchen at that time. And this potty training part, if we can find a way to get them involved, it's going to make a big difference. I'm just thinking, you know, one of the other tricks is to make sure they're warned that it's soon going to be potty time. 10 minutes until potty time, 8 minutes until potty time, 6 minutes until potty time, and do the big countdown. And I know it's a pain in the neck, right? But um, it gives them a chance to be ready when it's time to go. And shaping your request in the way that the other person can hear is part of consent too. 
right? Essentially, you're saying, I have a need for you to go to the potty. I'm going to say that to you and do my utmost to make it easier for you to meet that need. Point number three. We have tried our utmost in the other two points to get our child to go to the potty without being upset. But sometimes that's just the way it's going to be. They are not going to want to go, but they're going to have to. So you can stay focused and very much connected with your child. And you can say things, I know you don't want to go. I can see how upset you are. And it's frustrating. You can be mirroring. It's frustrating to leave your game or it's, it's tiring to have to go into the bathroom when you'd rather be watching TV, though. Could the potty be put in front of the TV? That's an idea, right? So while we are physically having to lift them or do something they don't want to do, we can still stay connected with them and say, I can see how much this is hurting and um, I'm here with you. I'm looking after you. It's going to be okay. You might even say, I can't wait to see what you decide to do once you've sat on the potty. And that way, just let them know that this is going to be over soon. It's not going to take too long. So let's recap those points. Point one, let your kid know there are germs in poo and wee, and that's why it has to go into the potty. Point two, when all is calm, see if you can work out some ways to make this easier for them. Give them as much choice as possible. Where is the potty going to be? How do they want to sit on it? What would they like to do while they're sitting on it? Give them as much choice as possible. And then number three, if they are upset when they're having to go, connect with that emotion. Repeat what you can see. I can see how upset you are. Tell them it's going to be over soon and feel excited about what's going to happen once the potty use is over. And I love making this stuff easier for you. So if you would like the highlight sheets from today's episode, follow the link below, uh, put your info in the box and I'll get that over to you in just a jiffy. Bye for now.